just like that, October is done. Uh, this is such a weird feeling because we are down to the second last month of the year. And, um, you know, like the moment like Halloween ends, it's just a very weird transition to like Christmas spirit, you know, because of all the spooky season stuff. But I dressed up as Drew Bennett, so here is a little quote from the show that made me fall in love with it, which was from episode one. This is the feeling I have been searching for my entire life for as long as I could remember because suddenly the world went quiet and I felt safe in my own head. That's where, like, I feel like all of us should come to a place one day where we feel safe and secure with ourselves. And yeah, so let's get right on to the episode. guys Kale Vanakam as well um it's a Monday back to being a Monday a new week a new fresh start um new month as well um unfortunately like the 1st of November starts off on Sunday which is today where I'm recording this but you know by the time you listen to this it'll be 2nd November and I hope everyone's first day in November has been good mine has been pretty okay um some things happened uh for those who know know for those who don't know it's fine you know like things will come to an end one day you know things will be better one day but october is finally ended and i hope everyone's last week in it was absolutely amazing um for me personally school was one of the best weeks this week i feel like compared to like the first week um, mainly because, like, I feel like a lot of us had a lot of fun this week, and, um, you know, like, oh, uh, update on, like, the whole school situation with my project management teacher, like, she apologized and stuff, and as much as it is, like, hard for us to move on from such a first impression, I feel like my class is doing a very good and mature job, um, respecting her and actually, like, listening to her and doing all the work that we're supposed to be doing, so that's one great thing that came out of this week. The other thing was, um, suddenly throughout the week, I was like, hmm, like, Halloween is coming up. I feel like we should all do something in school for it. So I decided to pitch an idea for everyone to, like, dress up and stuff. And a lot of us came to school, like, I mean, not a lot of us, maybe, like, most of my PFP batch, a lot of us uh, dressed up as whoever we wanted to be. And I was Rue Bennett from Euphoria, and I felt freaking powerful. I have no words to explain how much I loved wearing that outfit and it was also the first time first time me wearing a crop top and stuff so I'll get into that later um when I talk about the highlights of my week but let's get on to the weekly gratitude session our weekly thing that we do together and I really hope that this has been helping some of you guys because um grounding is a very important thing that we should all really just take in because Knowing what we are grateful for helps us um, seek for the things that, you know, like fight for the things that we want. And being grateful teaches you how to be happy with what you have, but also like motivate you to do better, to, to have those things as well. So, yeah, um, you know the drill. So I'm going to go first, um, do the box breathing and stuff. So four seconds in. 
hold for four seconds. Let go for four seconds. Hold for four seconds. And I think today the one thing that I'm grateful for is support and security because um, in any aspect really, this is just very general words that I'm coming up with in my head right now. Um, support because I feel like all of us need a pillar or a few pillars of strength in our life to keep us going because life really can be testing you sometimes and you obviously need some people to lean on to all the time or sometimes because you know you want to be able to get through some things on your own but a lot of the times when things get too much you need to know the people that who are going to be in your life and I think the one way I decided that is um, when you first think of like the people that will always be there for you only five names will come to your head and those five names are your five constants. And I feel like having five constants is a very like secure number because not everyone can always be there for you. Sometimes they are busy and they have their own things to do and you need to have like a backup support system. So yeah, I have these five people and they are namely Tanesh, um, Supriya, Isha, Sarah, Sasi, Gabby. I mean, I have more than five, but Honestly, I know all these people will always be there for me. And yeah, I'm really, really grateful for that. So it's your turn. So I'm going to play a bit of the tunes. And, you know, before we get to that, let me like breathe with you first. So sit down, you know, like keep things aside. Just chill a bit for a few. Are you ready? Okay. Um, take a deep breath in for four seconds. One, two, three, four. Hold for four seconds. One, two, three, four. Let go for four seconds. One, two, three, four. And hold for four seconds. One, two, three, four. And I'm gonna let the music play and you tell me what you're grateful for. you were able to find one thing at least that you are grateful for um so let's get on to you know what we're supposed to be getting on to <laughs> i hope last week's episode on um like what my teacher said and whatever that happened last week with me like helped you guys in some way i mean sometimes the, the things that i talk about in my episodes may not always help you guys um, I try my best to put out things that will help you guys, but also entertain you guys as well. And yeah, I hope listening about my birthday was like something that sparked joy in you guys because I had a lot of fun. And I'm, I am sad that October has ended. Like it is a weird feeling to not say it's October anymore because it's the only month that I really, really look forward to. And but, you know. Deepavali is around the corner and we have that and then we have Christmas at the end of the year which I am really really like excited about even though I don't have like plans right now but I just feel like this year's Christmas is going to be a little different. Um, we will see about that of course. Um, yeah so let's get right into the highlights of my week. Um, 
I don't think I really did much this week other than like attend school and stuff. Um, I like not a very specific huge thing is coming to my head other than the fact that um, on Thursday I had to talk to my modern dance crew um about like my placement in them because uh their class and my outside class at TFA clashes a lot, and I told them that I prioritize TFA a lot more. And currently, I might be on probation. I'm not sure yet. No updates have come through. But if I am on probation, that means I won't be dancing in school. I will just be dancing outside for a while first, and then maybe if classes change, then I'll, then they'll pull me back in. But you know, um, we will have to see what happens, because every class is like a lot of knowledge, and I feel like if I go back after like a few weeks, I'm gonna miss out on a lot of things. But we will see. I'm just kind of letting things go with the flow and let life guide life guide me where it wants me to go. Um. Yeah. So I kind of just like chill that whole week and Friday. I don't think I went anywhere as well. Um. <laughs> but Saturday was fun. Um. Which was yesterday for me, technically, when I'm recording this, because um, I went to go and meet Supriya. Um, I went over to her house and uh, we were just chilling. And I had to do some of my school stuff. I had to record her f- like for an interview, and for my school stuff. So that was fun. And yeah, we just kind of like spent the evening together, um, chilling at home, and me just getting my work done mostly. But yeah, like that was really my week. I really didn't do much this week other than school because school has been really really like, um, busy because we have a lot of stuff to do and um just trying to focus on that right now. But today I want to talk about something that I feel like I've been putting off for a while now, which is the topic of being LGBT, um, because. I feel like I mean I mean I'm an advocate of course for LGBT people and I just feel like I talk about it a lot. So for me to like dedicate a whole episode to it, I was like, hmm, maybe maybe I won't do it like so early on. Maybe I'll let people settle in with the whole like podcast situation and I'll see when a topic comes out and I will talk about it. So I wanted to talk about my coming out story and like where it has brought me today um, and where I am with it now. So let me just start off by saying uh, what I identify with and what, what are my pronouns and stuff. So I'm a gay woman and I prefer the word gay over lesbian because it just sits better with me. And my pronouns are she, her, but if you were to address me as um, him or they, I would go with it because, um, you know, I, I'm comfortable with them, even though they are not the pronouns that are like, hmm, it's a very weird topic because like, I am pretty fluid with how I like, present myself, you know, because I don't look like your average girl whatever your average girl may may look like to you because it is selective but I am pretty comfortable with both my masculinity and my and I'm coming to terms with my femininity so I wouldn't necessarily correct you if you did get my pronouns wrong but I will let you know that she her are my preferred ones but I wouldn't like 
beat you down for calling me him, her, him, they, or whatever, like, other pronouns that are there. Um, I've been publicly out for coming to three years now, and my coming out story basically started off, mm, so I knew I was gay for, like, a really, really long time, like, since kindergarten, because I had a crush on this girl in kindergarten, and we had something going on. Um, if you are listening to this, maybe you might know who you are. <laughs> but let's just name her C. So me and C had a very cute little relationship. Um, we would always hold hands. We would play family together. And every time we played family, like she and I would be like the parents. And um, when we left on the last day, I remember I was so devastated and I wrote like little letters on paper airplanes and I let them out through my window every single day so that in hopes like one day we might meet each other again. But obviously that didn't happen. But um, from there, I thought I was normal, like really. So when I went into primary school, when I had like crushes later on, maybe in like primary three, primary four, I thought I was normal until... I confessed to this girl because um, when I confessed to her I gave her a little card and I told her okay hey go and like look look at it in the toilet and then she went to the toilet and came back from the toilet without the card and I was like what the heck and I went to the toilet to take back my card because you know I put in so much effort into it so I came back and the class just looked at me all weird because I feel like she outed me and from there I didn't really have like a lot of friends um, a lot of people were just like away from me or they said some stuff and even my teachers were like calling my parents and telling my parents like hey your your kid is like playing with the boys all the time maybe you you should talk to her about it because like it's, it's not normal and stuff and I was like what the heck like why can't I just be myself you know so primary school was pretty shitty but the moment I went into secondary school um, a lot of things changed um, within the first week of attending school, I came out to this girl in my class and she was super supportive of it and she even told me that she was bi and I was like, oh, that's cool, like, I have someone that I can relate with and stuff and eventually I came out in sec 2, if I'm not wrong, uh, when we went for this, like, trip at Mount Ophir, which is in Malaysia. Um, we had, like, a mountain climbing expedition and... We couldn't really bring much stuff up. I wanted to bring a pride flag up, but at that time we couldn't bring anything up because every time you bring things up into the mountain, you have to declare the stuff and, you know, Malaysia being Malaysia. Um, I didn't want to risk any of that. So I drew a little, like, rainbow flag on a piece of paper and I went up and then the moment I summited the mountain, I was like, oh my God, I did it. Like, my whole um motivation for, like, climbing up the mountain was just so that I could come out and when I did I just like took out the flag and I took a few pictures and everybody was like is she or you know are you and I'm like yeah I am you know it was the first time that I really like publicly in front of people um accepted it and it was a very liberating feeling and from there I feel like my confidence just grew so I think I came out on 6 June if I'm not wrong and then it took me a few days but I worked up the courage to go and finally chop off my hair so I went to go and cut my hair on June 23rd 2018 and that was like that was the, the turning point for me because I was like I finally get to be 
the way that I am, which is like freaking amazing because I finally feel comfortable with my self image. When I look in the mirror, I'm like, okay, this feels better. It doesn't feel right, but it feels better because I do have like um issues with my body that I want to change in the future. Um, which I might talk about later on while I continue this or in another episode about body positivity or something like that. But um, yeah, so I cut off my hair and my parents were like, "What the fuck." And I was like, ah, this is just for convenience. And then eventually, like, my style changed. I carried myself in a very masculine way. And my parents just kind of knew. But they didn't, like, ask about it or anything. And then towards the end of 2018, uh, on the last day of 2018, actually, 31st December, I was fighting with my mom. And then when we stopped fighting, we just kind of sat down in the sofa in the hall and... I looked at her and she looked at me and the moment just felt right. So I just listened to my gut and I was like, gonna tell her, I was like, Ma, I need to tell you something. So my mom isn't like super clear with like English. She does speak English, but her English isn't as proficient as her Tamil. So I went to my mom and I was like, Ma, um, if I do get married in the future, you might not see a son-in-law, you might see a daughter-in-law. And my mom's face just was like, what the heck is this girl on? Like, is she fine? Like, do I need to, like, bring her somewhere? And I was like, like, are you okay? And she was like, I don't get it. And I explained it again. And she was like, I, I, I don't know why are you doing this. I named you, like, a... Like, my full name is basically, like, a Hindu goddess's name. And she was like, I named you that for this to happen, is it? Like, what is your problem? Blah, blah, blah. And she just went on rambling and stuff. And I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe this is just temporary. So we just kind of let it slide. But, you know, like, obviously I felt uneasy that my mom was, like, being all weird about it. But, you know, what did I expect growing up in a pretty conservative Indian family, you know? So I just moved on from there. And I just was living my best life. And as I was, you know learning more about myself and how I want to express myself. Like, I went for Pink Dot for the first time, and it was just a very, like, nice process because you could see the dif- You can still see the difference between, like, when I first came out to now, where I am. Because coming out really, like, removed all the chains from my feet and my hands, and just I just feel a lot more free. I feel like myself. I feel like people know me authentically for who I am even though like coming out is just a part of your identity like it just it just changes a lot of things because when you are still like in the closet you tend to like hide a lot of things from your friends or yourself or your family and it's a very like restricting process because you just want to be free and you just want to be accepted for who you are so you know, when I came out, it was such a liberating feeling, and I have no regrets coming out that early on as well. Um, I feel like I am where I am supposed to be today, and I know that this journey is not ending, and it's a lifelong thing, and I still have so many plans for myself around my sexuality, and etc, etc, and it's an evolving thing that's gonna keep happening till the day I die, so I'm just excited for what's to come and where all of this is going. Um, yeah, so that's my coming out story, and, you know, like, being LGBT in Singapore is a really difficult thing, because 
I feel like they know we exist, but they just refuse to acknowledge us because, like, it's just a very, like, iffy topic right now, which I still don't understand why, because we call, each, we call ourselves, like, a 21st century, like, come on, even countries like India has 3778 down and stuff, so I question why 3778 is still around and why we identify as a 21st century country, but we are still so hush-hush about a lot of things and I hope those things change because I really do feel like my people here, my community here do deserve to live a very free life and we deserve to marry who we want to marry and have families with whoever we want to because at the end of the day we are still good people who want to contribute back to the society and we are still thankful that you know Singapore hasn't done all the cruel stuff that other countries do like bash people who are LGBT or you know put them in conversion therapy or something like that like those things do exist but in very small quantities that it's not like a super big issue because people are not like being shot down for like dressing the way that they want to yet you know when it comes to that point obviously it's gonna be a bigger problem but right now I see guys like dressing femininely and as much as they get stares nobody goes up to them and like attacks them or something which is one thing I appreciate about living here as an LGBTQ member. So, yeah, but, you know, like, a lot of things have happened over the last two weeks um, regarding my sexuality and stuff, like, with my teacher saying that she'll report, like, people who she may, she think that are in, like, same-gender relationships, or I had an incident recently where, um, you know, like, someone was, like, I should have listened to this person a few years ago, like, being lesbian is just, like, a sin against God or something like that. Like, someone just said this to another person, and I just overheard it, and I was like, what in the world? And this week, these two weeks have really tested, like, my comfort with my sexuality because, you know, I'm so okay with it that criticism like this when it comes to me or when I hear it against my community I'm like you know what fuck you because I don't feel like we should be asking these people for our acceptance I feel like we should just be like you know what if you don't accept me just fuck you for it and I will just be the way that I am because this is how I feel happy and comfortable and if you can't just like be happy for me then that's a loss on you you know I feel like we should have a more fuck it mentality instead of asking people to accept us. And I had this conversation with um Jarvis. Um, he had some questions and he DM'd me and it was a very like eye-opening conversation that I had with him. So I'm really, really grateful that he and I had this conversation. And, you know, like, I just want you to, I just want, whoever you are listening to this, if you are a member of LGBT, the community, or if you are an ally, like, I just want you to know that things will be fine. And things will get better. Even though every day seems to prove that it's not going to get better. Or one whole day, it just feels like the world is crashing down upon you and we are never going to be accepted for the people that we are. Even though we have literally no control over it, you know, for the things that we feel and stuff. So... Yeah, I just want to remind you that things will be fine. And one story that is going to probably, like, uplift you is my mom. So a few weeks ago, Isha came over to my house just to hang out with me and stuff. And 
my mum and Isha have a very cute relationship. My mum is absolutely in love. <laughs> my mum is absolutely in love with Isha. It's the cutest thing ever. But um, besides, that's besides the point. Um, so she and my mum were talking about like how parents and their children have such a stressful relationship sometimes, where like there are so many expectations put on their child, in like studies and life in general. And my mom was explaining to Isha how like she parents me, which is like just letting go of me and letting me do the things that I want to do because she knows that when I go through the things that I want to go through alone, like I learn better rather than like her spoon feeding every information to me. And my mom said these very specific phrases and I was like, did someone kidnap my mom? Like I gave this look to Isha like, is this my mom? Like what happened to her? And um, basically my mom was like, you know, one day like your kids are going to get married to a man or something. And she said something and I was like, huh? Something? Uh? Like what, what are you on about? And you know, like she gave me this look like she knows. And I just looked at Isha and I was like, my mom just said something. And Isha was like, I know. And I was like, oh my God, like what is happening? And I was freaking out in front of my mom and my mom could tell that like, I was super happy with like how far she's come with it. And she said like, you know, I hope my child tells me like these sort of things because maybe her dad wouldn't understand. And I will try to put it in words that her dad might understand. But, you know, for now, I just want her to, like, be happy and, like, just success, succeed in life. And I was like, what the heck? Like, who killed my mom and who are you? Like, I was just in utter shock. And there was a time where me and Isha were talking about this whole thing. And, you know, she was telling me that, you know, our parents, like, grow up to be wiser. And they, the older they get, the more things they understand and the more accepting they will be. So just give it time. And I remember, like, thinking in my head, like, ah, yeah, this girl is just all bullshit lah. Like, she just say this only, but, you know, it's not going to happen. But the moment it happened, I immediately regret, you know, like, thinking like that because I was like, wow, it's actually very, very true. And as much as I gained a new profound respect for Isha, <laughs> I was super happy with how my mom handled the whole thing. And I am happy with my mom's growth. And... That's one story because, you know, I come from a pretty conservative Indian family and from whoever that's listening to this, if you come from a pretty conservative family, whether it's a Christian or Catholic or, you know, whatever family that doesn't talk about things like this very openly, like they shun you out or they shun out these topics, like, I just want to remind you that things will change and things will get better. And yeah, just be proud of being you and love yourself and work on yourself and if you are confused on like what you are who you are um take your time because you know the world as much as the world is gonna um move ahead you are gonna move ahead with it and there are gonna be so many new things that are coming around and there might be something one day that pops up that is like oh that's me you know and you're going to find the answers that you want one day. So just take time with yourself. Be patient with yourself. Take care of yourself. Um, it's really all just about yourself. As much as, you know, we have so many people around us. Like, at the end of the day, it just boils down to the relationship that you have with yourself. And it should be how you have it with your best friend, let's say. And yeah, that's just all I want to talk about today. 
it is very concise and a very short topic of this whole LGBT thing but maybe I might get into a part two who knows um we'll see but I just want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of Monday Blues and I hope it took away your Monday Blues and I love you guys take care of yourselves I wish you the most absolutely beautiful Monday ahead of you and an amazing week ahead and I will see you guys next week so 